until now by the causes mercy she would and the Vaishnavas been listening to the glories of Navadip Dham the abode of Navadabhakti so until now we heard that Simantati is the abode of Shavanakya Bhakti Vodrumdweep is Kirtanakya Madhudweep is Paranakya and Kuladweep is Pada Sevanakya Ritudweep is Archanakya Janudweep is Vandanakya Madhudweep is Dasakya Radhudweep is Sakyakya and Sevandudweep is Shavanakya Bhakti and Antudweep is Atmanivedan so each of these nine lines of the they embody every limb of devotion and the Navadip Sotra Prabhadananda Saraswati Thakur has also written his Navadip Shatak Nari Chakradi Thakur he has written he has uh, described the glories of Navadip Tham in 12 divisions so here so the Guru Varga especially the associates of Nityananda Prabhu they have if you want to see the Dham the Dham Parikrama then you must avoid Dhamaparad if you don't avoid Dhamaparad then even if you go to the Dham Dham will never be mercy never be merciful there this is Dhamaparad Sevaparad Sevaparad similarly Dhamaparad is also very dangerous we enter we go to the Dham or any Tirta then then we cannot see the Dham because as long as you haven't taken shelter of a Sadhu or a Guru what is meaning of Shri Guru not just Diksha Guru Patvadarsha Guru you need this Guru who will show you the way or else you cannot have Darshan of the Dham by, his, by their mercy, that is the devotees, the glories of Dham will be revealed in our hearts. And they'll give us the adhikar to have darshan of the Dham. So if we disobey Guru and Vaishnavas, then it's the first Dham Aparat. Because they're showing us what the Dham is. When we come to the Dham, and if we have any mundane understanding, to the dham, thinking the dham is temporary place. Then we disobey the dham, and even then we cannot have dham darshan. The dham will conceal itself. And, and that person, he will only perceive Maya Devi's activities. He will only perceive this Maya Devi support, Devi dham. He will be absorbed in this. And the third offense is if the Dhamvasis or if those who are performing Parikram on the Dham, you must not commit violence or envy them to or envy them or commit violence towards them. And you must not think that Dhamvasis belong to some particular section of society or caste. Then the Dham will not give mercy upon you. Because the Dham 
was always concealed. And even great Rishi Maharshi's devatas, they perform sadhan there in concealed forms. They sometimes take birth in low castes. Because then people will not praise them, worship them. Then they will not be proud of their high birth. So to become humble, they purposely, they pray to Bhagawan that make me humble and make me reside in the Dham and serve there and realize the glories of the Dham. Therefore, they can appear in any caste or section of society. So if you have this Jatibuddhi towards the Dham Vaishnavas or towards, if you are disrespect those who are performing Parikrama, disobey them, then Dham will not bestow mercy upon you. This is Dham of Arab. And even if you come to the Dham, still you wish to engage in Vishay Bhok, material enjoyment. Even here you absorb in activities related to your mind, body, family, friends, society, wife, children. And then if you engage the senses in enjoying the objects of the senses, or else you're engaging in mundane activities like opening a business in the Dham. So there are many such. There's a fourth offense to the Dham. The fifth offense to the Dham is if you're staying in the Dham and still you're collecting money from people. Then you're saying, let me serve the Dham. Let me serve the Dham Vasis. And they say, we'll try redeveloping the Dham. So we'll always be attentive in trying to develop the Dham. But on the pretext of developing the Dham, we're only engaged in sense gratification and enjoyment. So then he'll also be cheated on the Dham's mercy. On the other hand, they speak many big things about serving the Dham. But on the pretext of serving the Dham, they only collect money. And then, on pretext of serving the Dham, they enjoy whatever money they have collected. This is the fifth offense to the Dham. The sixth offense to the Dham is... Shri Dham. Don't uh, compare the Dham to other places of this world. That all the Dham is also bound by uh, certain uh, geographical limitations. There are some who think the other Tirthas are greater than the Dham. They say, no, the Dham is not as great as these other pilgrimage places. They say, oh, the glories of the Dham have, been not, have not been described in any Shastra. How can we believe the glories of the Dham? They're, by force, they're making us glorify the Dham. So one who have this doubt, who disobey the Dham, see the Dham from a mundane perspective, Jadotrishti. This is the sixth offense of Dham because of one's mundane intelligence. And the seventh offense of Dham is one stays in the Dham. But still he performs very simple activities in the Dham. He thinks, you know, I'm committing all these simple activities, but who is seeing me? No one is seeing me. And he's trying to cheat everyone. And externally, he's dressing like a sadhu. But although he's dressed as sadhu, still he's very, he's a big hypocrite. And he's cheating others, committing so much sin, by wearing the vesh of a sadhu. So what will happen? Then he will meet a very unfortunate end. 
and eight of us the dham is that now deep in Vrindavan one makes a difference between these two abodes and they say that now deep how can it be it's the same as Vrindavan even if it even it's the same as Vrindavan Still, Brindavan is greater than Navadi. Navadi is not as great as Brindavan. This is the eighth offense to the Dham. The ninth offense to the Dham is... In the Shastras, it has been said. They say, oh, the glories of Dham are only speculation. They only speak, not a speculation. And then they start criticizing the, the Shastras. They speak of the glories of the Dham. In all the books that speak of the glories of Dham, they are criticizing those books as well. And then because of finding faults with these scriptures, then he will, because of his sinful behavior, he will lead a very unfortunate end. Tudasha. And the tenth offense, to the holy Dham is one doesn't have faith in the Dham he thinks it's all speculation and he makes some interpretations about the Dham so such persons are also deprived of Dham Kripa and because of Dham Uparad their hearts become very hard they don't find a place anywhere wherever they go they people the messengers of Yom are always following them from behind. They don't find Shanti anywhere. So, Navada Bhakti, Navadip Dham is a place of Navada Bhakti. Smoktam Thakur, Narisaka Thakur, Brahmananda Saraswati Pad, Prabhupada Pad. They all describe the Rajya Dham in various scriptures. And they've collected this scriptural statements. They have written very beautiful books like Praman Kanda and Navdeep Matma, Navdeep Shatak, Vaibhrodha Saraswati, Navdeep Matma, Vaibhrodha Thakur. Vaibhrodha Shavanakya, Kirtanakya, Svaranakya, Bhakti, Padasevanakya. These glories are also, have also been described in this way. Guru Varga published these books glorifying these nine islands of Navadip. Santardip, Mayapur, if anyone, if one worships Navadip Dham, which is also called Parabrahmapur, Brahmapur, Gopalpur. So if anyone glorifies the Dham, then how should he do so? First of all, he should pray. How should I do Parikrama of Navadip Dham? Navadip Dham is an ordinary place. It's called Parabrahmapur. Andradeep, Yogpeet, Lopalpur. How can we do Parikrama of all these places? So one has greed. Then one can only have this adhikar to enter into this Andradeep, Mayapur, Dham. And this way, one will be able to do Parikrama very nicely without any obstacles. So there are those who are inimical 
to Mayapur Dham. Even if they are staying in Mayapur, don't speak to them. Don't even see them. Don't address them. Don't have any compromise with them. Because they are very inimical to the Dham. In spite of staying in the Dham, still they are inimical. They are inimical to our own Bhakti. So avoid them at all costs. And how should one take shelter of Mayapur Dham? If one, like in Braj, if one, some fun comes to Braj and Dham, then he dresses as Sadhu, and then he makes an excuse of performing Bhajan Sadhan, and he desires that everyone worship him, respect him, worship him. We will not respect or worship anyone. We will not respect the Dham, the Dham Vasis. But on the other hand, we desire to be respected and honored by everyone. I be worshipful by everyone, to everyone. So, so he has not really taken shelter of Mayapur Dham then. He is only thirsty for mundane prestige, adoration, fame. He has not taken shelter of Mayapur Dham. As long as one is not he cannot have darshan of Navdeep or Mayapur. It is very far. What is big of having darshan? He cannot even enter in the true sense into these abodes. And Mayapur Dham is the Lilasthali of Gorsundar. It's called Radhavan, Radhatavi. Gorsundar has appeared with the Bhavan Kanti, Shrimati Radhika. And he has come to propagate this path of Ragmar Bhakti. And he has come to relish it as well. And to well relish his Premaras, he has come to propagate this path of Ragmai Bhakti. So this place is called Shridam Mayapur. Where has appeared. If any person who is opposed to Mayapur staying there, then know that he is very bad association. Don't have any connection with him. And even if there's an Asadu there, Mayavadi, demon, and even there's a very fallen soul there, even then, even if he desires to serve Mayapur Dham, then what will happen? He will also be a Sadhu then. And his bad qualities it will not affect him. He will transcend them. Because he's praying to the Dham. And he's serving Mayapur Dham. And he'll desire to have darshan of Mayapur. He'll have this thirst to have darshan of Mayapur Dham. And because of only this desire, he'll become a sadhu. And be free of all anarthas. And he will, he will always play in this ocean of Prem, Prem Samutra. And the service to Mayapur Dham should only be Done. So Antardip means the place where Mahaprabhu expressed his confidential desire that he wants to experience the desires that he has in his heart to, to realize his own rag, Radhika and the gopis. So Mahaprabhu he wanted to do kirtan of these glories of the Raj gopis. This was his internal desire. We appear in an Antardeep. And by serving the Dham, Mayapur Dham, 
then this Halladani Vrikti of Sarup Shakti will be received by anyone who serves Mahapul Tham. And the next island is Godrum Dweep. That is Ananda Sukhadakunj. That is Godrum Dweep. Where Gopal, Gopi, Gopal, they all decide that there is Nanda Bhavan. Where to give Spurti of the Dham and to give the Sevadikar, Godrum Dham is situated, is present. So one has this Nishtha in Dham Seva that in this life I will take shelter of Gautrum Dham and engage myself in the service of the holy abode. If one prays in this way and even if one thinks I will stay in Gautrum for the rest of my life then he'll achieve great good fortune. All the Shastras will manifest in Sad. Sim- simply because of this one desire to stay in Gautrum. Gautrum Thakur, he would recite one shloka of the Bhagavad and he would chant Harinam. And as he would chant Harinam, the meaning of the verse would be revealed in his heart. And he would write down these meanings in the form of his kittans. This very place, Gotrum. So this place cannot be found in any other place except Gotrum Dweep. And don't uh, compare Gotrum Dweep with, with any other Tirtas, pilgrimage places. There's no need to even see such a person. He's comparing this town with the other Tirtas. And if one comes here, then one's Loki, Vaitik Dharma, worldly Dharma will automatically be renounced because he's taken shelter of Godrum, Dham. Then pure intelligence will be awakened within him. And he will attain, achieve shelter of Satprem. And Godrum Dham, if one enters Godrum Dham, one should have this desire to have the Sarup Darshan of Godrumti. This is the only price to pay this faith in Godrum Dham and the Seva Nishta in Godrum Dham. This awards one the greatest fortune. What are the birds in Madhudi? In Madhudi, there the afternoon Leelas of Radha and Krishna take place there. Like the Leelas in Suryakund. And this desire to rest is prime. Gorsundar, in his Madhyam Lila, this afternoon Lila's, he goes to Madhutvip and remembers these Lila's of Radha and Krishna. Surikun. So there, this Aprakrit. If you want to achieve this, attain this Aprakrit, Braja Prime, and serve Krishna, then you should go to Madhuti. Because Vajravriti will not be had. It is only had by Prakrit Premastu, which is had in Madhuti. And Kuladeep is a Pradbanjana part. If one goes to Kuladeep, then all the offenses is committed life after life. He will be forgiven. There Varahadev himself, he will cleanse you. Of all your anathas. And, and 
میں کیا فلوف پریم روس بیکاز نو وی ہیو کلیکٹ سو مین بیکاز روس گڈ this that then he'll become very happy and he say yes what you're saying is true you're truthful so we have committed so many offenses we have done many things wrong we are trying to enjoy guru and nationals then we say and if they tell us this then we become very angry but by going to call it we will realize our faults and offenses as long as we don't realize our faults and offenses how can we change ourselves we should realize within ourselves that we have committed such and such an offense and when we atone for these offenses then we when we lament for these offenses then this lamentation is the best atonement so a person he is doing so many wrong things committing so much wrong But if you tell him, he will not listen. And then if you try explaining to him, then he becomes even more angry. And then no one can even touch him. Everyone renounce such a person. But Kolodhip will not renounce him. Even though the entire world has renounced him, still if he takes shelter of Kolodhip, then Kolodhip will make him realize that you have done so many wrong things in your life. Now realize and try to change. See, see, sometimes a person closes his eyes and he's going to the open field and he's trying to do bad things and he thinks no one is seeing him. So let's say in this world also we see, we're trying to do many things and we're thinking no one is seeing us. But still, we say, oh, I'm a great scholar, why are you trying to explain to me? Maybe... And this way we try correcting that person, then he'll get more angry. So in Kaladeep, this is Aparad Panjana part. One, the offenses, they go far away. And he relishes this Prem Ras, Prem Bhakti Ras. And then he's made to realize in his heart, just see. You're absorbed in this Chada Ras. You're drowning in this Chada Ras. Now see the consequence. Therefore, now you realize. Then they show their sorrow. When Naradashi went to meet Katwanga Maharaj, he said, Oh King, you are a great personality, you have given so much in charity. But Oh King, you have done many wrong things in your life. You see, you have committed, you have performed so many years that even the particles of dust cannot be compared to the number of years you performed. You sacrificed so many animals as well. So Naradishi has said, you've sacrificed so many animals. Bali means what? To offer a gift. But what have you offered? The lives of these animals. You've killed all these animals. Hmm? No, you don't even want to listen to me. 
Then Katonga Maharaj said, I've committed so many, I've mm, arranged for so many yagyas. Then Nadashi said, alright, come here. Then Nadashi, wherever he'd go, he'd take Chandamrit, Tulsi, leaves, Chandan, Nisya Sadhu always carries these things. Without Tulsi, Chandamrit, Chandan, Sadhu never goes anywhere. So, so Nadashi, he took some of this Chandamrit and he put on Katonga's head. Then Katonga Maharaj, he saw that all the animals that he had sacrificed, they were standing in line to slaughter him. Like if you if you go to the Spain, then you can see this bullfight. What do they do? They they let a bull run free, and then one person is trying to stab this bull from all sides. And all people are trying to stab this bull, and this bull is crying out in pain. But still, they're trying to stab it to death. And then when the bull dies, then they send a horse and they pull the bull away from that place. And they say, people are very cruel. And Katonga Maharaj is also saying that from all sides, all these animals that he had sacrificed were waiting to slaughter him. They were ready to slit his throat, to hack him to death. So now he was very scared. One animal was ready to kill him and as soon as this animal killed him, then another animal wanted to kill him. So Katonga Maharaj was thinking, what to do now? So Nazi said, now just see the fruit. You'll have to suffer for millions of lives now because of all these animals you've sacrificed. Not even one single animal will leave you alone now. As long as the Jiva doesn't realize his bad qualities, then he'll always be Turtanta. Means he'll be a great rebel. He'll be a rogue. He'll see flowers in the sky. See, just see how I've become. But everything he's doing is only wrong. He's disobeyed so many, he's criticized so many, disrespected so many things. I'm very qualified. In the Gita, what does Krishna said? He hasn't read. It's called is such a place where one goes there, then all one will be free from all his offenses. And one will be inundated by his Premaras. Receive this Prema Bhakti. And by receiving this Rasa, one will realize in his own heart. Then he will go and pray. Saying, how can I be changed? How can I atone? For all these offenses of mine, and you see the seventh island is Rutadweep and Modutomatweep. So there, how should one be greedy to serve the Dham? By all his senses, you must think of serving Krishna, not just by one sense. By all his senses. Think, oh, if the mind is pure, then all his senses will also become pure. But these senses have been given by Bhagawan. Why should we share our senses with others? Then we are great thieves, then we are trying to cheat Bhagawan because these senses are the property of Bhagawan. Why, why are we trying to give our senses away to others? And uh, the husband says, you are mine, to the wife. And the wife says to the husband, you are mine. These children are mine. 
we have so many relatives, we can give time to so many, we can flatter and serve everyone, glorify everyone, but we will not use our senses and all our senses for Krishna Seva. What is Bhakti? Bhakti means to be free of all designations and serve He who is the master of these senses. This is Uttama Bhakti. Sukhdeva Goswami told Parikshit Maharaj, Sarupadhi Vinamuttam. And walking, you played on Krishna's lap. Krishna even entered inside the womb of your mother and he protected you from this Brahmastra. But now you have become big and now you have engaged your senses in everyone's seva. Have you engaged your senses in Rishikesh's seva? Who is the master of the senses? Have you achieved this bhakti? Or else how unfortunate you are. Not engage your senses in Krishna's seva. So Sarvopadi Vinur Muttam. This upadi itself is a disease. Means it's designation. We are engaging these senses in the service of others. Bhagavan has given us these senses. Even now Bhagavan is looking after us, looking after our senses. If our senses are diseased, if we become weak, if we get cancer or TB, tuberculosis or AIDS, then who will care about us? Just see there was recently COVID. So many people were dying. No one would even touch his body. Saying go die. Even if it was one's husband, the wife would leave the husband. And the husband would leave the wife. They would leave their children, grandchildren, everyone. No one would even touch that person who had COVID. But still people, you see, they have no intelligence. Even now. So we are so, we are thieves. We are very ungrateful. We are sinners. We are bhastasharis. Means we are debauchees. Why? Because we are sharing our senses with others. And we are thinking this is our duty. So we are like demons. Even demons are better than us. We are not even worthy of being called human beings. Bhagwan has given us these senses for his seva. Bhagwan's seva is always serving him. So even if we cannot serve Prabhu, then we should assist this Sevak in his service to Bhagavan. This is the prerequisite. Because the Sevak is always striving to please Bhagavan. So if there is no such Sevak of Bhagavan, then if we engage our senses in service of anyone except Bhagavan's Sevak, then we are very ungrateful. And we are cheating ourselves. Sanrudhuti, Pudududhev, he is sitting there. Saying, alright, now you think of yourself to be very strong. You're very proud of your senses. You're very proud of your mind. So then Rudradeep, Rudradev, he's there. Saying, I'm no ordinary God. Now I'll punish you. Say, now you do Kirtan. Here. Follow the limbs of Bhakti. Or else, I will not let you leave. I will not let you leave this place. There he assumes his very fearsome form as Rudra. And there he makes all these evil tendencies of your mind and senses go away. And he makes you intoxicated by this Haridas. And drinking this Haridas, one becomes mad, intoxicated. Forgets everything around him. Forgets his own self. So here, Rudradev, Rudradev is there, giving us this Haridas. So there, the Sarvindriyadipati. Bhagavan himself, Rishikesh. So, that's why he, Rudradev, he inspires us to engage all our senses in the master Rishikesh. Rudradev, he is living there in the cemetery 
He puts the ashes of dead bodies on his body, covers himself with bones, skulls, and the snakes around his body. But anyone who goes there, he inspires that person to do kirtan. He makes everyone realize how insignificant this material world is, how temporary it is. And he puts ashes over his body. Why? Because he says, even when you die, your body will be burnt to ashes. Therefore, he puts his ashes all over his body. So he will not make any compromise with you. Rudra, he'll, he'll tell you, I will never compromise with you. Just come and do kirtan here. This is what you need to do. Always serve Sri Hari. Just as I am serving Sri Hari, you also should serve him. No one is going to accompany you except me. I will always accompany you. And this kirtan, this bhajan, this seva to Sri Hari. So then Rudradev, he is sitting there. And then there is Madhurundi. See, when Ramchandra, when he was in exile in the forest, so then he came to this Madhurundi. In the Gita, Krishna said, what is the most confidential form of knowledge? Krishna then told Arjuna, listen to it now. I'll speak to this. About this knowledge, which is most confidential. Sarvabhuyatama. So then, Arjuna, he was listening, but he was listening for one year, and then the next year he released everything. Means he used to forget everything that Krishna told him. So when Ramchandra came with Sita, Devi, to this place, then Ramchandra was very happy. And there he saw all the birds and animals there, they were all doing kirtan in this place. They were all glorifying Sri Bhagavan. And seeing Ram, all these birds and animals became so happy. So then Sita Devi, she asked Ram, why are you so happy? Then he said, because this place in itself is so pure, in and itself. Anyone who comes here, automatically he'll remember Shihari. And the Kirtan of Shihari will automatically appear in one's heart. And then one will realize his own self. And he will reside with the Bhaktas in this pure place. One can achieve everything in life, attain everything, but if there is no session of devotees, then his life is in vain. Because without a sadhu, who can possibly help us in this world? So it is very rare to find a sadhu, extremely rare. But in Madhudramadvip, here, satsanga is very easily had, sadhu sangha is very easily had in this place. Sadhus, they are always present in this place eternally. And then, you see, this place is the seat of all the scriptures. Gaur will come to this place and meet with everyone. And he would make, he gave everyone Hariras in this forest of his Gaur one. So the eighth island is Chanadvi, where Janavashi has his ashram. It's a very beautiful place. In any place, if you wish to make any place pure, then it will take so much time. Like once Maharaj, he would tell us in Mathura. That everyone's desire is, oh, we want to go to other places, make ashrams there, and there we'll do bhajan nicely. We cannot live here in Braj. But you see, this Braj Mandal is a place of perfection. If you go to any other place, then you'll have to spend so much time purifying that place. You may even spend the rest of your life trying to make that place pure. So how can you do bhajan in such a place? 
How can you make such a place pure? It's not so easy to make a place pure. It's an environment pure. But Jannu Rishi, he performed so much tapasya at this place. Jannu Dweep. she was descending. She descended from, from heaven and then while she was flowing, then the mighty current of the Ganga took his asana, all his paraphernalia away. And Janu Rishi was thinking, I was performing my sadhana, meditating on Sri Bhagawan. I was so absorbed. And where did this current come from? This current of water, this forceful current. It's taken everything away from my heart. Now what did he do? He took, he took Ganga in the, in his, in the cup of his hands, in the palm of his hands, and he drank everything away. Now the entire Ganga had become dry. Then Bhagirath, he looked behind, he was, he was sounding his conch. Then he looked behind Ganga Devi had disappeared. Everything was dry. Then he was saying, where is Ganga Devi? Then Bhagirath Maharaji thought, now how can I, where is Ganga Devi gone? What mistake have I done? Have I committed? Then again he started performing his austerities. He started worshipping Suradev, Ruddhadev, Vishnu, then all of them start smiling and they said that Jhannamani how is he? Gyanay Prasa Udvasana Mantaveva Kivanti Sanmukritam Bhavadiya Vartam Sanisita Chaturas Tanuan Manobir Svijitavasri Yosri Taistri Lokya It is not so easy to conquer the three worlds no one can conquer Bhagavan, Achit. He is unconquerable. But if you go to this place where Bhagavan is always glorified, where his kirtan is going on, then he, that person who is unconquerable will also be conquered. So Janamuni, he had left aside all desires for Gyan, Karma and everything else. And by his Dhyan, by his contemplation, he had captured Bhagavan and his heart. Always do kirtan of Bhagavan. All the Rishi Maharshis would come and surrender to him. Why? To listen to his Harikatha. So Jhanu Rishi was very powerful. And he saw that oh this Ganga is a water that has bathed the feet of Vishnu, then he drank the entire river. Then Vishnu, Rudhadev, they all told Sagamash, pray to him that you need this water of the Ganga to deliver your forefathers. So then he went and fell at the feet of Jhanu Rishi, prayed so much, saying, I have that I had to pass through this way so I'm sorry that the water of the Ganga broke your meditative trance and it has taken everything away by its flow so Janarushi said you are only looking at your own selfish interests you You did not serve any Rishi, Mahashi, Brahmashi, Sadhu. You never think, you never thought of respecting them. You were only thinking about your own selfishness. So therefore, now I will not return Ganga Devi to you. Now she has become one with my heart. Then Bhagirath, he fell again at the feet. Janashi said, my forefathers are suffering so much. So kindly at least release a tiny flow of the Ganga. Release some remnants at least. So then when he pleased Janurishi by his words. Then Janurishi was thinking, how can I release the Ganga from which place? How should I release her? So then he made a, he made a slight 
incision on his thigh. And then he let Gangadevi manifest, release from his thigh. So then Gangadevi was known as the daughter of Jhannurashi. She was known as Jhannava, Jhannavi. And then she proceeded to the nine islands of Nadi. So this ashram of Jhannurashi is very pure. Where all the Rishi Mahashis, they all, they all surrender to Jhannurashi in this place. And they stay overnight at this place. Because then the minds will become very pure by staying overnight in this place. The nonals will be able to capture their hearts. So the sadhu comes to do bhajan. But you see, they anyhow bribe a sadhu and they make him theirs. First they'll say, oh sadhu, oh Babaji Maharaj, oh Brahmachari ji, oh Guruji Maharaj. And now you see, now it's very easy. They say, oh, you're Jagat Guru. You're Bhagawan himself. You're Sadguru Dev, Sri Bhagawan. You're Brahmalin. You're merged into Brahma. Oh, you're a very great saint. And they say, people, they start glorifying. Saying, oh, come here. You kindly accept me as a disciple. You're a great uh, renunciant. I'm very sinful, kindly deliver me, there's no one to deliver me, you're my everything. And they say by uh, flattery, then they will enter. But that person, they'll enter inside like a needle, and then outside when they'll emerge out, then they'll emerge out in a very uh, horrible way. So you have to be very careful. So this is Janamani's ashram. So Janamani would say, alright. You become a sadhu, or else there is no need for you to enter inside. A Trikramaraj would say, Trikramaraj would chastise so much. And they say, he would make that person naked by his words. If Trikramaraj would have been here, then you would realize. So here you see, we will not go to that place where we can become pure. We will go to that place where we wish to be impure and make everyone else impure as well. But, but Janumani's ashram is situated in Janati, very pure place. Where one's mind and heart will become very pure. And this way, we will not be a cause of disturbance to others. By our mind, body, words, by our behavior, there's no need to disturb others. Because Bhagavan, He always gives His mercy to those who are humble. You see, one is very proud. He will speak in such a way. You see, you see the sieve tells the needle, you have one hole. And the needle tells the sieve that you have thousands of holes. I have one hole, but you have thousands of holes. So they say we look for faults within everyone, but we don't look at our own faults. We look for faults in all others. So Jhannamuni, if one enters this Jhannadeep, then one enters this very pure place, this Dham. And one will enter into this Dham and have Darshan of the Dham and serve the Dham. Next is Simantatweep. This is the place of Shavan. Shavanakya Bhakti. So previously we've heard about the glories of Simantatweep. 
my Guru Maharaj written in this book. The Simantadvi, there are many glories of this place, and gradually we will listen. And the Mercy of Srimati Radharani is had here in Simantadvi. Krishna, you will not listen to anyone. Bhaktam Tagore is written. Shatakoti Gopi, even millions of Gopis cannot control Krishna. He only listens to the words of Srimati Radhika. He only wants to listen, then he listens only to the words of Srimati Radhika. He is only Radha Pakshya. Bhaktam Tagore is saying, I am always on the side of Radharani. I am her Tasi, her maidservant. And then he's saying, if you have this conception of being Radharani's Dasi, then very quickly you achieve this Gokul Khana. So by entering into the Simantati, then by serving this Dham, one will achieve the mercy of Radharani. Then Shravanatya Bhakti will begin. Or else, the, word, the words of Maya will cheat us. If you go anywhere, you cannot listen. If you go to anyone, they'll never say I'm happy. They'll never find anyone who'll say I'm very happy in this world. You'll always say I have this problem, I have that problem. I'm suffering in this way, I'm suffering in that way. Like you see, there's a garbage dump. You see, throwing garbage everywhere, then how can you smell anything good here? Similarly, even their mouths are like garbage dumps. Even they only have problems to offer. That this person is making me suffer this way, that person is making me suffer this way. He has stolen my heart, this, that. This way, day and night, they only keep speaking about their problems. And then you see in the mobile phone, you see, the mobile phone is speaking about all these things. That he is teasing me this way, he is taunting me this way, criticizing me this way. This way the mobile phone has all these things to offer. So this is not Shavanakya Bhakti. So Simantadvip. How did this island receive this name, Simantadvip? Who is Simantini Devi? She is Parvati Devi herself. Shivtakur. Parvati Devi told Shivtakur. He speaks so much Harikta. But wherever I go, all the ghosts, they speak so many things. But no one listen to their words. If they listen to your katha, then their minds and hearts will be pure. Their lives will be successful. Why don't they listen? Why don't you speak harikatha to them? See, their karma is so bad. They don't like listening to anything good, anything nice. They are very eager to listen to something, criticizing others. Then they say, oh, this Acharya has done something bad. Then immediately they start attacking the Acharya. Then they'll, they'll, this news will spread like wildfire everywhere, all over the internet. That is, he has done this, he has done that. Because this is business. This is what they've been born with, this tendency. To find faults with others. This is rasa for them. They find this very pleasurable. This satkata, harikata, they don't take shelter of this. So a person takes birth and until the last day of whatever he has heard, he will do kirtan and receive those qualities. 
then he will not have any opportunity to listen to Hari Katha. Therefore, in Sivandadi, Parada Devi herself, she puts the sindur on the parting of her hair, and then she takes the foot touch of Gaur and she puts it on the parting of her hair. Therefore, she is called Simantini Devi. And Parada Devi, she is praying to Mavru, that even may never have, may never be involved in any bad association. May never be affected. Sangha. So this is the place of Simantadip. So by serving Simantadip, one will very quickly achieve the mercy of Radharani. So one will never have any, one should not have any doubt about in this regard. So every day, every year I'd come from Mathura, Navdeep Dham. And all the Brahmachari is known which stay in Mathura. They're all good at Navdeep. And I say, why are you going there, Navdeep? You leave me all around here in Mathura. And all of you run away to Navdeep every year. You can just go once. Why do you have to go every year? Then they would say, You see, uh, we, we, our lives, we are only able to preserve our lives by this Parikrama. By going there, by going to the fields there, on the banks of the Ganga. There are only cottages there, no houses, nothing. No palatial buildings. There you see sometimes it's raining so much. Like in 2005, Gurudev, he called me there. And I went there, it was raining so much. He told Gurudev, oh, there's so much rainfall everywhere. And he said, oh, Maharaj, we'll arrange for you to go to other places. Gurudev said, no, even if I die here, I'll just die here. I will not leave now, Dibdham, and go anywhere else. This stage collapsed in 2005. But still Gurudev said, no, we'll just stay here. You will have to die, we'll die here. So she is Dhamnishta. So just see the Bhaktas, how they did Parikrama with so much Nishta. No matter what happens, Bhagavan, he examined his Bhaktas so much. And now you see everything has become so favorable now. But during those days, we had nothing. And down on the Gaudi Yamat, you see the Pandal was blown away by a huge storm. But still, every year it would happen. But still nothing would happen to the devotees. This is only test. You see in Mayapur Dham, lakhs of people are staying there. What are they eating? Where are they resting? But still they never leave this Dham Parikrama. So they get life. Where is Dham Parikrama? So beginning from Advait Saptami, until now, 40 days, Parikrama ends. On this day, Parikrama ends. And then tomorrow in Mayapur, Everyone, they assemble there. They celebrate Mahaprabhu's appearance, Kaurpandiva. And beginning from the morning, they all perform Harikirtan there. So many groups of devotees, they come. And they come to Jogpit, Mayapur. And the whole day, whole night, they do Kirtan. And they don't use these colors. What is meaning of holy? means they color each other with their modes of faith, prayer, self-surrender. This is the modes that they offer at Mahaprabhu's Lord's feet. Not colors. So gradually you will listen. Guru Maharaj, Vaman Maharaj, has written this beautiful book, collected so many forms of evidence from the Shastras, compiled them in this book. If you think you see, your mind is never pure. If you think now, they now are different from each other. They're non-different. 
in Kali Yuga, Navadip Dham is self-manifest Dham. Even very rarely attained by Shiva and the other gods and goddesses. So much you always have greed to attain residence in this Dham. If you want to have Darshan or other Govindas, Darshan, then just stay in Navadip Dham. Uh, this fifth attainment of Prem, this Panchampur Sharta, this Bhava Prem, Krishna Prem is easily had. So take shelter of Navadip Dham. And if you stay in this Navadip Dham, then Prem is easily attained. So always surrender to this Dham and Dham Vasis. The Gaur Bhaktas, they always desire shelter of Navadip Dham. This is their only desire. And by serving this forest of Gaur, Gaur Sundar, Gaur One, all of one's desires will be fulfilled. And one will realize this Prema Bhakti in his heart. And by Sadhana it is not possible. And by serving the other Tirthas is not had. Or by going to other places this is not easily had. One will not desire to stand now the Dham. By serving the Dham, then one cannot possibly realize the sorrow of this Gaur one. Therefore, one should serve Navadip Dham without any offenses. This is the final objective, final attainment. In our Devanam, the Gaudiyaman, in my Kadashi, they would invite everyone. There are all these sannyasis and brahmacharis who will follow Ekadashi Vrata while staying awake all night. So then beginning from early in, early in the morning, they would go on Dham Parikrama. And when they returned in the night, they would go on the banks of the Ganga. And all night they would do Kirtan. In the morning they would bathe in the Ganga. And there there would be Sandesh, Channa, Dahi, Rasgulla, all these different sweets. There's all kinds of different sweets. Fruits, there's jackfruit, mangoes, lychee, pineapple, coconuts. And they say all these different fruits are offered as boba. Because even if one is greedy for tastes, then he'll also follow Ekadashi, the next Ekadashi. Then he'll glorify the Dham, he'll do Parikrama. So just by listening to these glories of the Dham, and the lives would be so fortunate. Even Gaurapunima Kirtan is going on, Abhishek is going on, they're all singing and dancing. And they say, they say they leave their bodies and they go to eternal Ittadham. So many sadhus left this world in this way. So one takes shelter of the Dham, one should have Nishta in the Dham. And if one acts according to, if one acts against the save of the Dham, then even if well, that person is one's relative, one's son. Then you must renounce him if he's acting against the Tham. He has no faith in the Tham. Because all the moving non-living entities of Tham are Chidanandamai. Then the Samanda Gyan is had. And one can possibly enter inside the Tham. If one will be established in the Satchitananda. Means Satsarup is Nityananda. And the Sarup is Gadadar Pandit. Chitsarup is Mahaprabhu. So by shelter of Mahaprabhu Nityananda Gadadar, one will realize Sarup of the Dham. So one who hasn't committed any offense, never come, never criticize the Dham Vasis. Or else it will be a great aparat and be cheated. 
the dham's mercy. And one who's always absorbed in serving the dham, he doesn't desire any mundane happiness. He's happy. He always casts aside this dusanga. If any person, any guest comes, then he engages the guest also in kirtan harikata. And what do the guests do? Will the guest, he'll also run away then. He'll not want to be. Either you accept Mahaprasad, do kirtan, listen harikata, or you leave. Others come to the temple, but he'll never come, he'll run away. He has no interest in these things. So the dhams here. So one is absorbed in the Sevananda and saying, Dham, he will not desire any Chadananda. And one is taking shelter of the Gaur Dham, he will surely realize this frame of Rindavan Dham in his heart. So one should always have this Nishta and Dham Seva. And engage in that which is favorable to Bhakti. And avoid that which is unfavorable. So this Navdi Dham is Autarya Mahibhumi, this is Gaur One. Means Siddhi is had easily in one sense by taking shelter of Gaur Dham. Leave everything aside, take shelter of Gaur Dham. Nectar of Prem is easily had in Gaur 1. Pray for this Prem Amrit. Sweetness of the happiness of Bhakti. The last limit of this happiness is had in Gaur 1. Pray to Gaur Sundar. You pray to Navdeep Chandra. And you have Nishtha in Navdeep Dham. You pray to the Dham Vasis. And then so you glorify Mahaprabhu's Dham. Engage in the Seva. So one resides in Navdeep Dham. Even if he is criticizing others, if he lives in the Dham, then he will be changed. And he will attain Krishna Prem. So his Dham is imprinted by the footprints of Mahaprabhu. So he wanders in his abode, does Parikrama take shelter of the Dham, and surely his life will be successful. So tomorrow is Kaurapunniva. So in the morning, then we have a kirtan katha. Then there will be a gear. Then the whole day there will be kirtan tomorrow katha. Not that anyone goes inside his room and he starts sleeping. Then he will be cheated. Even then he will only cheat his own self. So we do kirtan the whole day. And see our Guru Varga the whole day. They read Chaitanya Bhagavad. They do kirtan and then they do read from Chaitanya Bhagavad. And they do the seva. And then before Mahaprabhu appear, that day, he won. Does Kirtan. Then, you know, there's an eclipse. All of them were doing Kirtan and they went to the banks of the Ganga. And there they were doing Kirtan continuously. And they were initiated in this Kirtan. Because they were absorbed in Kirtan the whole day. Mahaprabhu appeared with Sankirtan. Prem Nam Sankirtan. Today Moroz is Abhavaptiti. So beginning, all of you should do Hari Kirtan from tomorrow in the morning.